Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. What is up? Field Street Forum Radio is on the air. It is June 1st, fellas and ladies. June 1st, 2016. We are under 100 days, well under 100 days till kickoff to football, till Georgia football even. But right now you're listening to Field Street Forum Radio. We bring you all things Georgia, Georgia recruiting, Georgia football, Georgia sports. I am your host, The Real Dre, joined, as always, by Jason Harry Dog. And it's a uh, apparently from from our pre-show meeting. It was it's a good day for Waffle House. <laughs> oh, it was a good good night. A Waffle House in the belly. <laughs> uh, what's going on, man? I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who's able to get. The latest freaking Georgia commit, the freaking day he commits. Yes, huh? How does that happen? See, they got to commit earlier in the week. It helps me out a lot. Whenever they commit on Thursday, Friday, I mean, you can commit anytime you want. Don't get me wrong, but (laughs) commit to the dogs. But when it gets to the point of of if you can commit early, I can try to get you on on the show on the same day, man. Come on. I'm just saying, how does that happen? What the heck? (laughs) Boy, got it going on. Just gotta reach out and, and talk to him a little bit on Twitter, see how it goes. But yeah, they do love yeah, social media. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know how people used to book shows. I guess they had to actually know a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you could just say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah, all right. You want to come on and talk about recruiting in Georgia and your football season and everything? Talking about you, man. So, yeah, big news for the dogs today is Matt Landers commits. Big six foot five, 180 something pound wide receiver. Got pretty good speed, looks like. I mean, I think some I I was kind of surprised because a few people were kind of like, oh, okay, I don't know. I didn't realize he was close to committing or anything, but nag like they really hadn't heard much about him, but I'm. I believe there was a front page article about Mr. Landers, wasn't there? Because I saw about him three or four weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago. Man, we've been we've been all over Landers, man. The coaches have been <laughs> off the front. We coaches visit him and totally visit him, visited him as much as he could, and yeah. you know, I mean we we've been talking about him. I don't know why people don't know about him because. It's been on the frickin' front page <laughs> a couple yeah. of times at least. Right, right, right. Well, but he is—he is a—he is, is a bit under the radar, I guess you could say. And I was yeah. reading. Uh, oh, I think it was uh, the twenty-four-seven guys talking about him, and uh, 
said that, uh, and we can we can confirm this with him. So we have him on the podcast. Um, I think he was hurt his freshman year. Either played JV his freshman year, or was hurt his sophomore year, or 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 the other way around, or played JV his sophomore year. But anyway, mm-hmm. he just busted out on the scenes his junior year. He had over a thousand yards receiving, like fifteen touchdowns, I think. So I mean. There hasn't been a ton of time for, like, all these recruiting services to really evaluate him since he's kind of, you know, really just one year under his belt as far as, you know, them and their ratings are concerned, I guess, you know. Right. Yeah, it still has him – or still uh, listed as a three-star, I guess, on, on 24-7 and all the – I guess that's the composite rating. Um, <laughs> but like you said – Yeah, can, I, I promise you this kid in the – under the ninth best receiver in the country, I can promise you that. Right, right. It's uh, and looking at, you know, he's got. I feel like he's got just a good all-around receiver. I mean, good speed, solid hands, and you can't coach six foot five and going up and getting it. You know. Man, this dude, this dude can get down the field and get the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like getting just about any other high school receiver. You have to bring him in and, you know, get a little, little more built up and work on his route running. But, I mean, nothing that pretty much any high school receiver doesn't have to work on. Right. I um, mean, you give me a six-foot-five guy that can go up and get down the field and get the ball and go up and get the ball and give me that anytime you want to, man. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't know how you put, like you said, you can't coach height. That's one thing. That, and that, that's been something that we, I think we, we discussed it on previous shows where that's really something that has, George has kind of been missing is that go-to, you know, of course, since an A.J. Green type receiver, but that kind of size to go up and just get the ball, you know, red zone threats and things like that, it, it's, it definitely comes in handy, that's for sure. We're, uh, I think, and, you know, nobody's been in the room, so nobody knows exactly what was said, but uh, something happened where Kirby looked at James Coley and said, go get me some big boys. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, you got to look at it. You got, uh, you got Trey Blount now, who's 6'2", borderline 6'3". You got Xavier Jenkins, who's been listed at 6'5", probably closer to 6'3". Maybe six mm-hmm. four, and there you got uh, Landers who's six five. Yeah, no doubt about. It. Well, speaking of uh, six five, let's see, Calvin from Camden, is that is that you, my friend? Calvin, you pulling the Jason? <laughs> oh, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> is it the delay between Brunswick and Camden? Is that what it was? Uh, you know, I try to mute it if I'm just listening at, at the time. Uh, okay. I want to, I want to come in on something, you know. <laughs> I uh, just talking about the new Georgia commit, big six foot five receiver Matt Landers. He'll be joining us a little later in the show. Yeah, I watch, I watch the kid tape, man. That <laughs> what's impressive is his acceleration, like mm-hmm. in between guys, like when he catches the ball. I mean that that for six five, if he's legitimately six five, he's a special dude. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what uh, Jason was just saying. Probably, well, most definitely a little underrated, but probably due to an injury. Injury come, you know, earlier it's what sophomore year, Jason. Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly which way it was, but basically hadn't been on the radar for recruiting services for his first two years, and just had that big junior year. Yeah, that that that's that's basically what it is. It's, ratings and all the other I'm just saying it's all good but you know the if, if the right coach gets to see you and, and a lot of times these guys do get missed out on sometimes but if the, you know they're in the right place and the right person come hey look if and if he was a take then he can play you know right. what I'm saying if he's, if he's a take then and, and he just when did he get offered how long ago did he get offered uh, we offered him a, while, a little while ago. Okay. He's had a long, for a while. Long time ago? Yeah, let me see uh, if I can pull it up. Three, four months at least. Okay, so I mean, that should tell you something. Three star, you know, these other people, you know, just rating people because you're not coming to their, you're not coming to their camp and you're not doing it, you know, that's, that's the whole politics of it. I, I, I like some guys, and then other guys I don't because they play big time, big time politics with these guys. And from yeah. what I saw, that that kid, that kid is in the top. I could say the top ten from what I've seen on film or whatever of any of these other guys that they're talking about right now. So yeah, I mean he's got. He all- yeah, go ahead. He's got offers from Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Louisville, Miami, Michigan. <laughs> so, so North Carolina. So that, yeah. So what that tell you? You know. Yeah, I mean it's on down the line. So it's it's just a matter. Well, coaches obviously well, see something. What happens yeah. is you get these you get these stargazers that can't depend on anything but how many stars somebody has beside their name and and all that crap, and they can't see anything for themselves, and they're like. Oh, you know, why we take him? Why this? Why that? We got, yeah. you know, this right. guy and this guy and this guy. I'm like, why the hell would you not take him? Have but, you but seen tell, him play? But I tell you this: by the end, by the end of this, by the end of this summer, uh, by the end of this summer, by the middle of fall, they'll they'll jump his ratings like they like they did some real, you know, they did some real work analyzing these kids. And I'm not saying that they don't. But it's the guys that go to the go to the camps, go to the seven on sevens that they get to see that you know that they invite to the to the uh, all star games and all this other stuff. But it doesn't always equate to these guys being the best guys because like you, you know said, what? There's, all, there's definitely all, a, I wouldn't even call it a Bama bump. There's definitely a SEC oh, they, they, they got where when, they definitely, when SEC yeah. schools go after one of these guys. You know their right. their ratings automatically go up pretty quickly. Right. You know, it right. makes the job a little bit easier. You know, they. I mean, and it's understandable. I mean, they can't. I mean, it's basically impossible to go see for themselves and rate every single one of these players. No, the no doubt. So no doubt. Kind of got to no use, doubt. you know, some of that stuff. So, so that's no really part of what it is. You know, I doubt probably nobody's really seen him in person because he's you know heard playing JV or whatever and. You know, he had the big breakout year, so and he just transferred to a uh, a bigger school in Florida. I think he's playing two A in Florida, 
and just transfer to a bigger school, so he should even get that much more exposure. Right, right. But I, I'm just and, and and like I say all the time, it don't it don't it, it, you know the levels in Florida is different too. They it can be bad, and some of it can be good. But if you can just you can turn on the film and you can look at this kid and you can watch from the time he catches the ball and the acceleration between players. I don't care if you're playing against me, you, and Drake, you know, and Drake. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the dude can accelerate like that, it don't matter who he's playing against. I mean, the film is not being speeded up. You can see the zero to 60 or the, the fifteen to fifty five, it's incredible. You know, I mean you can't you can't teach that. At six foot five, that's incredible. We but he, yeah, look at a guy like uh like Ovina Easy is his name. He's that big offensive lineman from Texas. He's only played like one year of football and it was J V football. Mm-hmm. But I mean he's six eight. And, I mean, he was just out there just throwing these little JV players around. But, I mean, he still got offers from just about every doggone powerhouse school in the country. Because of what, what they can and do he, and I what mean, they can do with him. And, I mean, I think that dude's a real deal. Yeah. 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 Just so, follow the offers, though. If you follow the offers, you can kind of say, well, I mean, every every big-name school can't be a fool if they don't offer this guy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be. Wrong about it. So is he still right, going to be a fair academy, Jason? Yeah, yeah, but he's he's transferring. I'll, it starts with a C. We'll have to ask him. Uh, um, all right, Florida offered in July of last year. Then you got uh, he's visited Florida a couple of times. Florida State offered in January. Miami offered February 11th. We offered February 18th. Ole Miss came and offered after that. Auburn offered after that. He visited us on April 16th. Uh, Michigan just offered. Notre Dame just offered. We went to go see him on May 19th. Coley did. Mm. And then he committed today. That's all right. Yeah, because there ain't too many spots left. Can't yeah, probably, probably two more receivers, three more receivers, maybe. For real? Yeah, two, I, I, two or three, just according to probably two. But, I mean, <laughs> if you've got your five guys committed and Nico Collins goes and wants to commit on that <laughs> for signing day, he ain't going to tell him nothing. You're yeah. right. You're right. So, I mean, you... That's um that's that's just one of those you you, you got to make that work. And I'll tell you this, and I know this is what we're kind of used to, not to get that whole thing started up again. But normally, when we get a commit from somebody that's, and I, again, it's the rankings and stars and all that. But normally, when we get a commit from somebody that might be ranked a little lower, every you know everybody's like, well, something bad happened with somebody else. And I know that's been the case a lot, but I, I seriously, seriously do not think that's the case now. Because we've never looked better for Jeremiah Holloman. We've never looked better for Trey Bishop. Mm-hmm. I mean, those yeah. are your bigger, I guess you could call them bigger name guys that are 
you know, been to the camps and all that, and, you know, been ranked and, you know, actually been evaluated and ranked. But, but I mean, we've never looked good with either of those two. And then Nico Collins was a fight all along. I mean, we're still in and definitely have a chance. But, I mean, there isn't one that you can point out to and say, you know, oh, it looks like we're missing out on him now. Right. And like you said, Nico, if he's <laughs> if he's looking good to come aboard, you're not you, nobody's gonna say no to him. Well I mean any any of those three we've said Nico Collins, Trey Bishop or Jeremiah Holloman, if you wanna keep your job, you're not yeah. gonna need a one of them three now. Then <laughs> <laughs> you just there ain't no way. Right. Um Man, I tell you, and you mentioned Trey Bishop. How is his recruiting shaping up? Because I've, I've seen a lot of talk with you know with Florida coming on strong for him too, and and of course Georgia's. It's really seems, seems to be heating up really really well with him right now. I tell you what, that's a doggone big safety if this, and that looks like that's what Florida's trying to bring him in at. Right. His is his is kind of a cool recruitment, man, because you got basically three choices. He named his top three. You know, no order, Georgia, Florida, and Auburn. And so it's kind of cool because you got three different schools and basically three different positions. It looks like more of a wide receiver at UGA. Florida looks like they're bringing him in, trying to bring him in as a safety. You know, that's just going off of Torian Gray's main recruiter, you know, the main guy he talks to. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like Auburn wants him more as a quarterback. Right. And, yeah, you know, Georgia's mentioned quarterback, you know, and all that, but I mean, I just probably just wait and see according to what he wants to do. I think he knows. I think he knows that in order to get to the NFL, that's not going to be, you know, the process isn't going to include playing quarterback in college. Mm-hmm. I think he. I think. I think he's realizing that his. Uh, that his big chance is going to be at, at receiver or, you know, in the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really have to look any further than Nick Marshall to see that, you know. I mean. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Which, I mean, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've watched him play, and, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he's a good high school quarterback, but, it's, you know, he's playing small, small class. Georgia public football, you know, so I mean, he's by far easily the most athletic player on the field. And, you know, when you get to a higher level like that, and, you know, everybody's almost or as athletic as you are, then, you know, you can't, you can't use, use that to your advantage like you could in high school. Same thing with Nicole Hartman, you know, playing quarterback. <clears throat> Same thing with Cam Akers playing quarterback. Yeah, I didn't even realize Akers was mainly a quarterback at high school. Yeah, yeah, man. He's six. He played quarterback the whole time. <laughs> That's crazy. He's got an arm. I mean, he's right. he, he had a college quarterback, but he, he has an arm. Right. I think his arm's better than Gurley's was. I was about to say, see if you – hopefully see if he plays like they did with Gurley if he, if he decides to come to Athens. Gurley had her uh, 
what was the longest pass from scrimmage that year? What is right. Yeah, fifty five yards, I think. <laughs> that's that's a good stat for Gurley, not a great stat for Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, are we looking at many tight ends for this year, or just focusing on? No, man, we're freaking loaded. Right. I just know you always want to bring in. You don't want to get too far behind on your, you know, as far as classes go. But I think I think we might bring in like one next year, maybe. But I mean, we're freaking loaded. There's no way. There's another team in the country that has a better tight end group than we do. I just don't see it anywhere. And that's not even being an owner. That's trying to be realistic. I don't see it anywhere. I agree. I think I think Jordan, uh, Jordan Davis could, if you were just talking about a receiving tight end, he could play at any school in the nation. He can get open and catch the ball. He just got to improve his blocking. But And he's, he's going to be probably – Last on the depth chart, <laughs> so that's telling you, that's telling you something there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he'll be what fourth on the depth chart probably right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean I you, you know we don't really know, but I mean yeah. the, the way the pecking yeah. yeah the way the pecking order been going, but I mean he has every time he he gets to you know playing a scrimmage or play, he does excellent. So I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, that was the biggest disappointment last year, just the dumbness of not going to all the tight ends that you had on the team. Yeah. And double but, tight end point. Well, you mentioned Cam Akers. There was some talk earlier about two of the three. When do you think we see any of the uh, commits from the running back group? Um, a, I, think, I think it might take a little bit. I think I think they're waiting. Yeah. Particularly, I guess, I'm pretty much assuming hopefully two out of the three main targets we have seem like right now would be Swift, Akers, and uh, Carter from out of Texas. I think I think Swift would probably be the closest one to put on the trigger. Right. And then because uh, Akers said that uh, he isn't going into the Army All-American game publicly anyway. Oh, okay. He said he'd, he'd probably make a silent commit before then, but. Do either of y'all have a preference on out of those guys? I mean, I guess they, it's a little harder to compare because Swift is kind of the smaller back, but. Yeah, they're different. I, I always like the bigger back. Yeah. I mean, I just go off of Todd Gurley, and, I mean, I'm like, give me the big dude. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, just look at the history, man. You got. I mean, I don't think we've ever featured more of a scat back type, you know? Right. And not in, did good with it, not in did great with it anyway. Right. And you had, you know, packages for like a Tyson Browning or something like that, but of course that's going back a few years. But, um, but yeah, there's not many you know, work done type backs anymore that can can take that, you know, just take the pounding, especially in the SEC, and, and then try and want to go to the NFL, I'm sure. 
And now and and I do I think I do think Swift could be more of a like every down back because I mean he's what he's two ten already, right? But then I mean yeah. you look at guys like Holyfield and Acres, man. Those dudes are built. I mean they're made of freaking stone, dude. Yeah. I mean these dudes are like. I mean they're just they're freaking chiseled, man. Yeah, that's what stunned me whenever I read he was a quarterback because. Acres is so stocky already, man. That was that just surprised me. Um, I don't know. It, it would be and and if there was a quarter a running back in the state, you know, because obviously Swift is from Pennsylvania, Acres is Mississippi, and Carter is Texas. Is it just a down year for running backs in the state of Georgia? I think it kind of is a little bit. I mean, you got Thurman going to Oklahoma, you know. I mean, Oklahoma had many slouches with running backs either, yeah. obviously. But I think I think his deal was more injury concerns than anything, to be honest. Gotcha. Uh, well, I gotcha. A lot I of think, us, I, a lot of us I, always fuss about the old staff being off and on in recruiting and not recruiting guys as hard as we should. And, this and that and this and that, but I mean, this staff even did that with Thurman. Right. What was you going to say, Gal? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think it's a down year. I just think that a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, it, I think a lot of the guys may have not got got to play or, or share the backfield, and some of them may be feature backs this year. I mean, Georgia's always going to have backs. Right. They're just, you know, they're just not like, and they may not even be going to these camps and stuff. You never know. But somebody will find somebody out of this class in Georgia 2017 that goes somewhere and and makes it big. Because, I mean, we always had running backs. You know, it it's just been in the last, what, seven years that, like, we got quarterbacks out of the yin-yang. Mm-hmm. You know, like quarterbacks from go everywhere now. You know, before we wasn't a quarterback. State, you know, it's been it's been Pennsylvania and other states like that, but right now we got quarterbacks, and and that might be because they went away from, you know, just to pound it at your football and went to some spread stuff. But I, I just think it's just a better quality of a quarterback now. But the running back position out of the state of Georgia, it might be some unknown guys or some guys that maybe a little underrated or have some issues. If it may be grades, I mean, look at Brian, uh, Brian uh, Heron. I mean, nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody knew about him because it was a grade issue. So you can't get the ratings, you can't get this, and so it's little issues that keep you from being that guy that everybody's talking about. But just like they found this kid in Florida, not found the kid in Florida, but the kid in Florida, you know, you may not have the ratings, but somebody know about you if you're good. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, the kid out of Saltbridge, listen, the kid can play. I saw him play in person, you know, in person. The kid can play. But, I, was just, you know, I was just about to say that, dude. If if we only get one of the three from Carter, Swift, and Akers, which is probably a good chance we only get one of those three, mm-hmm. hey, watch out for Jayla Holston. The kid can play. Can that play. kid can run the ball. He, uh... He came and we uh, played Central Phoenix City, and he ran all over us, man. And mm-hmm. we have a lousy defense. I mean, you're talking 
you're talking a few D1 players on defense. I mean, he, he can run the ball. He can run. He can run. I, I take the, I take the kid from down here too. I, no matter what, no matter what nobody say, I mean, uh, he got to be in the top four in the state. No matter what you say, Brandon McMaster, the kid plays and re, played in Region One, which is going to be smaller this year. But you can ask Rush Pros, who's the guy that he feared the most, you know, as far as running the ball, and it's this kid. You know, he he beat Ben Academy because. Dem Academy had us on the ropes if they would have got the ball to DJ a little more. But I mean, he 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 finishes, you know, and he's Norman. not the. He, uh, say that again. Uh, I was just gonna say, was he the one on the kickoff returns too? I think was it? No, 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 no. That was the that was the cornerback. Yeah, that was the cornerback. But uh, uh, yeah, and he was on kickoff. Yeah, him and the cornerback was on kickoff, but. I mean, he's he's a tough little dude, man, and he's about two, he's about two ten, and you know they got him listed at five eight, but he's more of a five nine, but five eight is good at two ten, man. He's he's a bowling ball, but the kid is a, a real football player, and I, and and I am trying to sell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him on the other show. He, he he's he's ready to go for this year. I, I think he'll yeah. get some offers. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you if you if you want to talk in state running backs, the the place to look is twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man, you got you got to do from Bainbridge Pierce. You got uh, nice. Anthony Grant, You got Rico Fry at Stars Mill. I mean, you got just crazy running back talent. Lynn J. Dixon, smaller school in Taylor County, but man. I think he had a couple of like four hundred yard games. Yeah, I watched him too. But listen, the kid from Pierce, it look I'm telling you, he looked like a grown freaking man, dude. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's the he's the next one, man. He's he's he's, he's gonna listen, be big time. Dude looks like a grown man, I'm telling you. We we went down to the M V P camp earlier this year in Valdosta and it was like he's in the he a, he's a freshman? No, was, no, he's not a freshman. He's a he's a sophomore or something. Sophomore, but it was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, oh my god, this dude. Here. Yeah, dude is a grown man. <clears throat> I think that was Auburn's then, and I think I think I think that was probably going to come down to Florida State and Georgia. But and he goes to school where? He's at Bainbridge. He'll be at Georgia. Only for the reason that smart, smart. Gonna yeah, man. If we can't pull a. We can't pull a runner back for Kirby Smart's hometown. I'm wrong, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> if we can't pull a runner back that we want, that we yeah. really, really want for Kirby Smart's yeah. hometown, yeah. then, then yeah. I'll, be, I'll be evaluating my infatuation with Kirby Smart. You have, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, if I can't get him, then something is definitely wrong. Something is, and I think they get him, man. I think they get him. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows I'm a big Kirby Smart that guy, and I'll basically defend them down to the wire. But we can't pull Pierce, man. Me and Kirby got to talk. <laughs> I was looking at the list of running backs on 24-7. What about a kid out of Roswell, Sheldon Evans? You know oh, yeah. Him? He's a scat. He's a scat. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a little water bug. Uh, Trevor Gear from 
Eagles Landing. Oh yeah, he's tough. Jalen Green. Okay, he's on the he's on the shorter side, ain't he? Yeah, they're five. Yeah. Well, that's six foot, but yeah, that might be that might be coach coaching them. No, 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 no. I, I tell you, yeah. if I know you're talking in-state guys, but if we end up going anywhere after uh, after uh, Swift, Acres, and Carter. I think you're still looking out of state. You're still looking at like, like Ty Chandler. You know, he's an old Miss legacy guy, but you know he's from Tennessee, so you, you know you, we'll see on him. Uh, so you got to look at Brian Robinson. He's from Tuscaloosa, committed to Alabama, but oh, if they bring two or three other guys in ahead of him, then he's visited. How about how about if how about in eighteen if you would get white and Pierce? Oh, call it a day. It's it's easy to say because you get excited talking about recruiting and stuff. But <laughs> white and Pierce has the potential to be better than Gurley Marshall. <laughs> just just saying that because. Marshall got hurt. Looking at it coming out of high school, I was, I'd say it was close. Say that again. White Pierce would be close to Gurley Marshall. Yeah, yeah, because for the simple reason, I, I think this because the simple reason that Marshall never lived up to his. Yes, yeah, yeah. even, even before. He was just coming out of high school before they enrolled in June. Well, I, I, I would say they're close. I say this: they they won't be ranked as high. I don't think. I don't think because you know they had Marshall like number one when he wasn't number one, but they had him number one because of his speed. Uh, is either of these guys as fast as Marshall? Huh? No, I don't think well, they're could, as fast. When we, when, we, when we talking about that's what I'm saying. When we talking about rank is not as far as when they get to school and the two of them together. Yeah, I, I think they <laughs> they'll be just good. That because well, I mean, you looking at Zamir White's the number three player in the country, yeah. top running back. He's already he's already six one. He's listed at two oh nine, but that kid ain't two oh nine. I tell you that right now. Yeah, ain't no way that kid's two oh nine. And then, uh, uh, I don't know where, uh, I don't know where Pierce is as far as nationally. He's up there. I think Pierce would probably be closer to Gurley's ranking coming out of high school. Yeah. Well, he was, I mean, there was a lot of people. Oh, Pierce is, uh, number 65 in the country. And, uh, Number six running back. Didn't Gurley's his main recruitment or, or or rankings and stuff didn't didn't really shoot up until afterwards. Year, right? Right afterwards. Yeah, Man, after, yeah. So yeah. trying to bring Gurley in as a safety. Hey, let me tell you something. The the, the this kid <laughs> Gurley won like what four three or four state championships, and he ran for like over in each one of those. Championships. He ran for like over 150 each time, and you mean to tell me <laughs> you can't rank this? This kid was—he had some of the most amazing 
film I ever seen, dude. Mm-hmm. In high school. That that dude had oh, I wanna say two hurt ankles in his state championship game. One that he shouldn't have been running on and ran for like three hundred yards. <laughs> Look, man, Pierce Pierce has a thirty eight inch vertical leap. He has a four point two eight show, five four point five one forty. Bitches three hundred and thirty, squats four hundred and forty five, power cleans three hundred. Sounds like an athlete. <laughs> a freaking monster, man. Yeah, 3, I, ain't 000, even, I ain't even 3, right. Three thousand some yards, all purpose yards, forty one touchdowns, two thousand nine hundred and seventy rushing yards. And 199 receiving yards. Let me, let, me, let me tell you the main part about it, though. And, and you, the, these, these Atlanta boys can get mad at me all they want to, but I'm telling you there's a difference. Where, where are they from? Bainbridge, Georgia. Yeah. The Deuce, the Deuce Country Strong. Same thing with Carl Gurley. I'm telling you, there's a difference in Country Strong and, and these gym guys. And manufactured strong, yeah. And he's no, exactly right. A lot of stuff is manufactured. And this kid don't even have a running style, man. He just runs like a staring fool. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it's the same thing. That's why I like some of the linebackers we're trying to bring in. Like, I mean, you look at the dog nation interview with Markavius Bryant, where he's talking yeah. about slinging watermelons up from the mud. Yeah. In between a morning practice and afternoon practice, I'm like, you give me him over any high-ranked linebacker any day of the week. Yeah. And the same thing with Walter Grant from uh, Cairo. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Have, have, have y'all looked at that dude? No, I had not seen him. Yo, oh, I dude. mean, God. you think he'd be able to rake a football out of somebody's hands, too? Oh, like pulling, pulling the watermelon out of the mud. <laughs> you can walk you know, well, uh, and and I'll try to post a video later. There's an older video. I think Jake Rowe posted it uh, on YouTube, maybe. Of who? Uh, of which one? Of Walter Grant doing the power clean. And I mean, he's just, he's just nasty. Uh, um, all right. Speaking of girly. He he was made a little bit of news this week with or yeah, I guess it was this week. Talking about said that uh Georgia and, and then I guess Alabama was they said it was Georgia and Alabama, right? And then at L S U was like a distant third in running back you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what what do you y'all in agreement or think it could be a, you think Georgia is the premier running back school in the country? He said Georgia, Alabama, and who? And LSU was a, was maybe a distant third. Well, well, Ala- okay, Alabama. Give me the history of Alabama. I mean, I'm guessing he's he, – what I'm thinking is he's probably thinking in the recent history. Yeah, because yeah, – That's what I was about to say. Are you looking at history, history, or just yeah, the past few years? Yeah, because yeah, I'm saying the same thing because, look, I'm, I'm looking at some guys that I actually know. And look, you talking about you talking about all these guys on one team right here. I'm, I'm gonna name like I think four of them. You talking about Rodney Hampton, 
You're talking about Tim Worley. You're talking about Keith Keith Henderson, and you're talking about Lars Tate, all on one team at one time at the University of Georgia. Now, <laughs> tell me at one time, right? So I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't see Alabama. Alabama has some horses, but not horses like that. I mean, these guys were real players, you know. Yeah, he said uh, Georgia's running back, not LSU, not Alabama, Georgia's running back, you said Todd Gurley can play for the Bulldogs. He was asked I, about I, TMZ, TMZ Sports about incoming freshman Elijah Holyfield. Gurley worked his way up to proclaiming Georgia's running back, you. That's what we do at Georgia. We breed running backs. We're running back, you. LSU might think they're running back, you. Y'all after us, then maybe Bama. <laughs> I agree. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. You, gotta, you look at two things. I think Alabama's had a little bit better luck with injuries. And they've used theirs more as workhorses. You know, God, uh, freaking Derrick Henry getting 40 freaking carries a game. Mm-hmm. But can they say that they had four NFL running backs on the same team at one time? That's what I'm saying. And he's right. barely partial. Chubb and Sony on the same roster. You're gonna look at and, this four or five years down the line, and they're gonna NFL people that you know don't really follow Georgia and be like, all them guys were in Georgia at the same time. And look, and, you, and then the second thing you got to look at is NFL. What are Alabama's yeah. running backs doing in the NFL? Right. Yeah. Trent Richardson can't make a team. But I think he just made uh, he just made Baltimore. He gonna make Baltimore, and I hate it too because I think he got a little fired by himself. I just wanted to find out the other day that he's struggling with that. Well, that's good because I don't need Baltimore to be good. But he, but, but, but I mean, but you look at him. You look at uh, oh, what's his name, the Ingram Trophy winner. He's done all right in yeah. like, uh, New Orleans, but I mean, Ingram's been Ingram. serviceable, but. Yeah, I mean, he ain't, he ain't really done anything. Hey, but I mean, even hell, more. We put out early as rookie of the year and say we win. But even more, you got to look at this. The offensive line. Freaking, listen, not even close. Not even close. When you look at Alabama's offensive line against Georgia's offensive line, it's not even close. And so for Georgia backs to do what they do, it's, I mean, it's kind of, you got to think about it. Like, Alabama power power runs with all 300 pounders and, and like, over six five six six all of them. You know, so it, it makes a it makes a heck of a difference. Well, you know? if, if you're being honest, and God Almighty, nothing against our guys. Love them to death. Appreciate them. Damn good dogs. Hold on yours. I'm not trying to trash them or anything like that. But how many years in a row was it where – we didn't have an offensive lineman in our starting five that would have started on their offensive line. And that's what I'm saying. So you have to look at that and you have to say, well, these guys got the job done with minimum. You guys got the job done with maximum. Really, maximum. Alabama line is maximum. You know, even at fullback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, right. It's, 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 it's uh, you know, I would think about think about Gurley behind that line. 
Think about Chubb behind that line. Think about Marshall behind that line, being able to get to the outside. Think about Sony yeah. behind that line. Marshall being, you know, just having that quick burst and, you know, just one cut. One cut? Thing to follow. <clears throat> So I mean, yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's, I, and if you look at history now, I I you know, you, I think Georgia still may be behind one team, and that's USC. Oh my God! I knew you were gonna say that. I right, I mean, it's the truth. All right, hold on. Well, all right. You got Charles White, Marcus. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a lull in there, wasn't it? Between who who was the guy? Who was the main guys between them and like Reggie Bush, Lindell, uh, Lindell White? Between Reggie Bush and Lindell White? No, no. Who who was who was the main guys between? I mean, it was a long time between like Marcus Allen and Reggie Bush. You know what? I can't think of them right now, but I I, I know who they are. You got me on that. I'm stuck. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I miss that. Hey, is he trying to talk to USC bullcrap? Hey, de- Southern de- Cal. Hold up, hold up. Southern Cal, Southern Cal. We may not be running back you until I can prove it, but we are linebacker you, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So Southern Cal is drunk coach you. <laughs> wow, wow! That hey man, see you, you do a lot of insulting. I'm I'm cool with that though. You you, you, you kind of cut you cut really deep, man. I don't, you know you shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, you can't even, you can't even count Reggie Bush, man. Oh, I I gotta count him. I mean, I, he, yeah, he won the house. You can't count him, man. Won the house and so, that man my house. Come on, man! Really? He's been he's been erased from the record books, man. Yeah, man, he's uh-huh. out. You can't even count him. He's talking about you talking about a house. He's like, he's like a house. That's like all you talking about is a house. He's like, man, my house, man. He's busted. Listen, dude. Listen. Call him. Call him all probation. Time, you. How about that? All all time NFL first round draft pick seventy nine. About pro, probation you. Seventy-nine. Reggie, Reggie is like he's he's like Marty McFly. Whenever you go back to look at his games on ESPN Classic. Oh, there you go. There like he Marty go. McFly on Back to the Future, he just kind of disappears. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I tell you what, they try to do the same thing to Pete Rose, but uh, the real people know. Real, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you gotta respect it, the game. Still a hit, Keith. Hey, while while we're talking about other teams, what about? What? Yep. What about Baylor, man? Good Lord. It should have been Mississippi. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what Baylor, I mean, and I don't know. Do you think they're – I mean, it, it's it's bad, man, because there's several sexual assaults going on. They had, they brought the kid in from Boise, you know, that, that supposedly Peterson swears that he, he told uh, – Bryles that he had a history already. Bryles says he didn't say it. You know, you know Goodwin Lee told that man. Yeah. Come on. I was about to say, you see who's still working and who's not. Though. I was about to say, Peterson still got a job. And that's how he <laughs> told who. 
um, it's just, and especially, you know, you you have to think with their with the Baptist background. You know, I think Baylor had to make some pretty heavy, take some heavy actions. You know, they have to they had to do something to show that they weren't going to let this, you know, take over their be the main ideology of their of their program. They had to they had to rein it in some. Well, uh, I, I think. I think Grove is a good guy and a good coach, but I don't know if that's a great fit, to be completely honest. I, I don't think so either, but I, I'm going to say this. I think probably every 20, 15 to 20 years, you're going to have somebody in the state of Texas going on probation for some reason yeah. because football is king. Yeah. And, beca- and because football is king and – some of these big money, all guys want their team to. It's going to be a lot of hush hush stuff that come out every now and then. You know, you right. had the SMU. Now you have now you have Baylor. It's it's always going to happen, man, because it's so much money, not only being made but being spent to win and be competitive in Texas. And it's like I guess it's like in, in, you know back in back in the slavery days and you know my plantation and your plantation. And dude, I'm talking big and you talking big, so we're gonna have our you know, our slaves to fight or whatever and I wanna be the big dog and we're gonna do whatever it takes to win. And I think that's what they do in Texas, man. It's it's yeah. I, it's probably the dirtiest state when it comes down to football in in the whole United States. And I ain't even talking about college football. I'm talking about high school high football. School. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I, absolutely I, I crazy. This, so at least at least Baylor's. At least they're making it look like they give a crap, you know. <laughs> and you know, you'd like to say they're doing the right thing, but you know, I mean, they could be doing it for whatever reasons. But at least, at least they're making it look like they give a crap. Bush Jones was just defending it to the end. He's proud of the culture they built at Tennessee. That was his yeah. exact words at the SEC meeting. Yeah, that's that's got a lot to. He he may end up regretting that that little comment, but. I'll tell you what, right now, looks like we have our guest calling in, Matt Landers, the newest Georgia Bulldog. How's it going, man? Everything going good. How you doing? Good, good. Glad you could call in with join us tonight. Welcome to the Bulldog Nation, man. We're glad to have you. <laughs> glad to be here. Matt is a six foot five, hundred 185-pound wide receiver. Scott, you still are you still at Admiral Farragut Academy in St. Pete, or where are you going to be playing? I'm at, I'm at uh, Lakewood, Lakewood High School. Lakewood, all right. In still in St. Pete. Yes, sir. All right, sounds good. Well, tell us a little bit. What was it about Georgia, man, that that made you want to go ahead and just pull the trigger and and become a Georgia Bulldog? Oh man, it was just my visit was great. Um, I talked to the coaches, very respectful, very respectful to my mom. It was kind of like we were been building a relationship. So I felt comfortable there at Georgia. And I just thought it was a place to be. And they, they were telling me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear, but what I needed to hear. And then I just, in the academic degree, so that just led me to him. I thought that's where my right. heart was, so I did it. That's awesome. Tell me this, how, how cool how cool of a coach is James Coley? Oh, of course, Coley, real cool, real funny too. 
real funny guy, very active and just chill. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know him prior to Georgia? Because he was when he was down at Miami, he's kind of closer down in your area. Mm-hmm. Well, did you did you know him before he got to Georgia or? Um, no, no, I actually met him at Georgia. He's the one that actually uh, seen interest in me and then offered me. So that's who I've been talking to since they went. Awesome, awesome. Um, now, how did 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 you talk to uh, Coach Pittman or uh, excuse me, Coach uh, Cheney? And did he, he tell you how he wanted to try to u- utilize you in the offense as well? So I'm gonna talk to Coach Cheney some. I'm gonna talk to him before. Before I committed, he said he he loved to have me here. He's very happy that I committed because I can be a very big impact in the offense. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Coach Tanny, he was a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Tell me this: what? Uh, yeah. How, how do you how do you picture yourself fitting into the offense? You you feel like you'd be like a big time red zone target for for a quarterback? I might be a big big zone red zone college a big I mean red zone. Um, Red zone, I'd be good in um, eat ball, short passes. I'm very versatile, um, and I feel like I'd be a, a big target, big target on the Georgia offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me this: what 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 are you thinking on uh, having a quarterback like maybe like Ethan to throw you the ball? You, did that help play in your decision at all? Yes, yes, sir. Um, I knew they had a, a good, they have a lot of good quarterbacks, and another good quarterback yeah. coming in the my class. So yeah, I see him just throw. He got a cannon on. He, he <laughs> throw that. No doubt. Now, how about at uh, at, at your new school? What? How, how do you feel like you guys are going to be looking this year for your senior year coming up? I feel like we're going to be good. Um, we're going to be good. We're playing local teams. Just, when we get our head right and start playing as a team, we'll be in the playoffs and going further. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey, Matt. Tell 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 me if I'm right with us. We were reading up on you today a lot, and I think it was the twenty twenty four seven guys. Were were you hurt your freshman year? Yes, sir. I had my ankle was broken my freshman year. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. And then and then sophomore year, you played JV, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and then and then last year is when when you busted out and broke out. What was it? Right over a thousand yards, fifteen touchdowns. Yes, sir. Tell me, tell me this. What kind of? Uh, what do you feel like you need to to work on to improve, and, and and also, and then after that, what do you feel like are your your biggest is your biggest strength right now? Um, what I need to improve on is coming in and out of my breaks faster, um, low on my shoulders. Um, and that's really it because I'm a tall guy, and it's kind of hard for tall people to get down and, um, and get out of the brakes real fast. So I just have to work on that. Um, my strengths are jump balls, um, um, screens, really, really kind of anything, any kind of ball. Mm-hmm. But my very, my the best one is jump ball. That's okay. my really my biggest. And tell me, are you still gonna? Take all your officials this year, or you feel like you're locked in with Georgia, or what do you think? Um, I think I'm gonna still take all my officials. Mm-hmm. Where Where else would you be looking to go? You think? From um, Michigan, Notre Dame, Miami, 
in Florida. Okay. Tell me, that you, do you have an idea in mind of what you want to major in when you when you get to college? Uh, sports management. Okay. What kind of what kind of led you to that? You think? Can you say that again? So what kind of led what kind of led you to to want to go in that direction? Um, just because just because football may not work, um, something that I can do, something that I can learn, and mm-hmm. just to have a good career. Right, right, right. And when when uh, Matt, when you're gonna look to enroll in school, you're gonna be you think you'll be early enrolling, or you're gonna go through, through your senior, whole senior year. Right now, I'm going through my senior year, but I'm trying to do my classes online, trying to see what I can do this summer, and then by the time school starts, I just have a little bit of classes so I can uh, enroll early. Okay. Yeah, that's big, man. Um, what about over the summer? What kind of plans do you have? You got camps lined up or 707s or anything like that? Um, I have camps. Uh, I do have 707. I'll be playing uh, at IMG, um, and that's really it. Okay. Well, that'll – you're going to be working on school, too. That'll, that'll probably be about all you can get in. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh now how how much have you been working with with your new your new teammates and at your new at your new school? I've been working with them for a while. I knew them. I knew the school that I'm at. I knew them since we were little. Uh, we've been working since since I was there last ninth grade, uh, ninth grade, tenth grade. So I've been working with guys. I know what they could do. I know we have to do what we need to do. So it's it's not a big problem. Right. Right. Cool. Uh, how many times have you been up to Georgia? When was the first time you got up to Georgia? Um, I've been to Georgia once uh, for the spring game. That's my first time being up there. Then you'll be—I'm sure you'll be going up during the year too, and everything a couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how crazy was the spring game? You said how how uh, thick it was. How crazy was it? Oh, it was, it was real crazy. There's a lot of people. I ain't think a lot of people. Could you kind of, even then, at that time, could you kind of picture yourself playing for Georgia and playing in front of that kind of crowd like that? Um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Who who are some of the other uh, who are some of the other recruits up there that maybe you kind of got to know a little bit better? Um, Jaden, Malik, um, I thought. I seen I seen William K. Britt and all those other guys. I didn't really talk to him. I uh, talked to him a lot, but I hung with Jaden and Malik. So yeah, and Jake Brown. So I know a couple of people. Oh okay. Hey, I know a good uh, six five wide receivers got to get to be good friends with the incoming quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh we were looking at your film. Uh, Calvin is on with us. He he. He kind of noticed the acceleration that you have. Is that is that something that you kind of always had, or is that something you've been working on, or what? Well, that's just something I always had. I always get fast. I never run track. I always wanted to, but hmm. it's been just making football. So that's just been natural. I just I didn't really work for that. I mean, I work on it now every day, but before I just hmm. already had speed. Tell me this: uh, being you know being their size and everything was was. Was football always your first love? 
Or did, did basketball ever come into play or what? No, nah, football. Oh, my dad. My dad played basketball. He actually went to Georgia for basketball. So. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Um, my dad went to Georgia. He played. He played basketball. He was always a basketball type guy. Um, I wasn't really a basketball guy. I wasn't really tall. Like literally, I played. I played quarterback, running back, defense. I played every position. And then I mm-hmm. got to high school. Had got taller. You know, I could play them positions if I could. But my best fit was wide receiver, so I just went wide receiver, and I was six mm-hmm. five. I wasn't even tall. Ninth grade, I was like six foot. I got six five. Oh wow! So you had a huge, huge growth spurt then. Yes, sir. Well, who? When did your dad? You say your dad played at Georgia for basketball. Yes, sir. Okay. When did he play? What year was he there? I can look it up real quick. But he played. His name Tony Mack. He played back. He played Tony Mack. Hey, hey, Tony Mack. Tony Mack was a baller, man. Yeah. I went. Listen, listen, uh, Matt. I went to school with uh with with one of his cousins at Bethune Cookman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Mack was a baller, man. Tony Mack, he was a he was a scoring. That cat could score like he put up a point a minute, dude. He could score. He was a good athlete. No, seriously. I, yeah, oh, I said that. He said that name. That 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 rung a bell right there. Yeah, man. Your dad was a great athlete, dude. He was a great athlete. Oh, this boy is. Oh, Matt, you you. I watch you on film. This Calvin, man. I watch you on film, man. I'm really impressed. Like I said, when you catch the ball and like in between people, it's like you pull away. You 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 got a you got an extra gear that you don't even know you have, and, and that's that's a good thing right there, dude. That's awesome, man. Um, <laughs> listening to Field Street Forum Radio, your host, the Real Dre. Got Jason Harry Dog, Calvin from Camden, and joined tonight by Matt Landers, newest Georgia Bulldog. So was your Twitter feed and texts and everything blowing up all day after you made the announcement? As it is, it blowing up. Now I stop. Every time I click off, I got notifications. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, who, who was your – who was kind of the – what other schools were really pushing you to, to – that you felt like was, was close to – was anybody close to Georgia or has it just been a – it was Georgia just all the difference in the world? I mean, it's a lot of other schools. I can't. Uh, it's the other school like Miami, um, Kentucky, Rutgers, um, Syracuse. A lot of colleges want want me want me to say uh, go to their college, Auburn. So yeah, I'm still I'm still recruiting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons of offers we I was looking at. Um, tell me, have you done many? Have you been able to get to many of the camps and everything? You feel like that's kind of why they still only have you as a three star. I feel like just just looking at some of the film and everything, I feel like you might be a little undervalued right now. Do you kind of feel the same way? Um, well, I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. Four star, five star, three star. I mean, because once I get to college, it doesn't really matter. So I'm That's just, right. I don't really care about stuff. I do what I need to do and then take it to the next level and do better. Right. Yeah, I like yeah that. that's, that's that's one reason I was asking earlier about about the injury and all that because you know a lot of a lot of times they they won't get to evaluate you and so I mean 
it's like you said, stars. Stars don't mean a thing. Those stars disappear once you walk on campus. Wow. Matt, your 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 dad played with Willie Anderson though, right? Oh yes sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I told you, Calvin, I told you George you could play basketball, man. <laughs> hey, no, no, back then, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely they had some players. But but that's during the time I was down there. But what I'm saying is this kid here, man, he comes from he comes from a good start, dude. Good start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, athletic wise, I mean yeah, he he gonna have it. He gonna have it, man. That's that's yeah. good. So he's really a He's really a second generational guy. I mean, you guys yeah. just broke it. Georgia legacy, baby. Yes, sir. I just broke it. <laughs> hey, hey, tell me this, Matt. What do you? What does he like to do whenever you away from the football field? What's what's your what stuff you like to do? Um, I like to I like to just chill. I like to read. I like to play games. Um, I'm not really a a party type of guy because. Where I'm from, a lot of stuff goes on at parties, so I'm just always in the back, just chilling. I don't really like going out to parties if anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So I just. I hear you. All right, you like to read? What's What's your favorite book right now? Well, my favorite book was a work done book. Um, I can't rem- I can't remember what it's called, but I used the book. I read so many so. Uh, work Work done. Former Falcon. Uh, you probably you probably remember him more as a Tampa Bay Buck, but uh, he uh, I went up to a camp. Just a quick story, real quick on work done. We went up to a Falcons camp. We was getting autographs, and there was a kid in line, <laughs> and the kid asked, "Mr. Dunn, what what can I, how can I, how can I improve, get to be more like you?" He's like, "Uh, not everybody can be about be like I am, but uh, <laughs> keep working hard." And, he kind of hurt the kids' feelings a little bit, I think. Ford <laughs> <laughs> could play, though, man, I'm telling you. We were just talking about him earlier about smaller running backs being able to last so long in the NFL. But uh, now how about St. Pete? Being in St. Pete, you you get out and go fishing much or anything down in the, that area? Um, yeah, I fish it sometimes. Catch me some fish. Go with my. Sometimes I go with my cousin. Sometimes I go with my my pops. Mm-hmm. Now, did you hear? Did you hear a lot from Georgia when the previous staff was in in Athens with under Coach Rick? Um, no sir. I don't. I don't even know much about the previous staff. Okay. I'm talking to Coach Coley. Coach Coley introduced me to the Bulldogs. Okay. I heard you said Miami was might be getting a look from you later on, but. Um, you know, I figured it might might have been some crossover there. But, well, that's good to hear, man. Um, how about who is your who's your uh, high school coach? Uh, coach Corey Moore. Corey Moore. Is that yes, sir? How is uh? Yes, sir. Um, how about when you're on the field? But do you feel like you're a do you more of a lead by example guy? Or do you like to try to try to get the guys going? You know, just talking them up, or do you and also do you, do you like to get the tra- little trash talking going with the other team, or are you quiet on the field? What 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 you like out on the field? Um, a little. I'm a, I'm a little quiet. Um, I 
I like to lead lead by example sometimes. I don't really like to talk much. I'm not a big yelly guy. But, I mean, sometimes when the DB talk trash, I just give him a little something like, okay, we'll see you next play. So, like, I don't talk trash. I'm like, yeah, you trash. I'm going to get this ready. I just, yeah, we'll see you next play. A good job. I tell me they did a good job. But I catch that ball, I'm in the end zone. That's on them. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I guess it's before before and after the play, we could be friendly, but in the play, we ain't right. friends. I hear you. I hear you. Um, now, what kind of role? I'm sure it plays a big role, but how much did you talk it over with your family and everything about about go ahead and committing? Um, she, they were with it. Um, when they were at Georgia, they really liked Georgia. The coach was talking to them, so they've been feeling comfortable with me going to Georgia and comfortable with the coaches coaching and and always staying on me, so it was good. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Hey, did they did they know your dad went to Georgia? <laughs> oh, sure. They, of course, they know my dad went to Georgia. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's that's good. That's all right. So what uh what was the what was the coolest thing about Kirby? Was he was was he pretty laid back to talk with, or what's the thought? What, what's your thoughts on Coach Smart? Um, he he, real cool, real friendly guy. He had his laugh when we was talking to him, and he's also laid back and gets his job done. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, a player host when you went? Um, Jason Stanley. Oh, okay. Fellow fellow wide receiver, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> now, what what did you think of campus, and and did y'all? Do y'all go out downtown on visits, or do y'all just hang out on campus? Um, we go downtown sometimes, or we, or we just we just um we just go around see the campus. I really like the campus. I really like the dorms, the, the academic center, all that. It's just mm-hmm. it's big. It's big. How about uh, did they show you previews of the uh, practice facility and and? Oh, everything that's everything that's in the works right now at Georgia. You're coming in at a great time, my man. I mean, something that that a lot of Georgia players have always wanted, and it, it's all coming within the next year or so. Did that did that play any sort of role having coming in at such a good time with you know with all the facilities that they are putting in right now? Well, not your- that again. Yeah, they said. Uh, I was saying you're coming in at a, at a great time as a as a recruit with all the indoor practice facility and all the the you're going to be redoing the the locker rooms apparently. But I just heard on at Sanford Stadium is that is that something that played in your mind too as far as you know coming in at a time where it's going to be all new, all the best of everything right now. Um, no, not really. I wasn't really worried about the new campus. I mean, it's all good. I'm just worried about putting that work on the field and in the classroom. Right, right. Yeah, the, that practice was that if, whenever you get up there next time, have them have them show you, you know, the model. Hopefully, the I don't know where are they, Jason, on that right now. Do you know? If they what? Well, they say again. I was trying to figure out which part where they're at. Coach, the, coach. the practice facility right now. Oh, it's like 
Yeah, I know it'll be after this football season. So it'll be whenever you're looking at that, and they they just approved uh, new locker rooms at the field at at Sanford Stadium and all that. So. Yes, yeah, he's coming in to get. It'll be ready for for your freshman year, Matt. Oh, oh, oh I like I like his answer though. I like I like that no nonsense. I just want to get it done on the field in the classroom. I, 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 I think it would, I think it'll end up going a long way with that with that mentality. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Matt, man, we appreciate it. Uh, what what's your Twitter handle so we can try to get you some more followers? Anybody that listens, give you give you a follow. Um, M underscore Landers one. All right. Sounds good, man. We appreciate it. Welcome again. We are so glad to have you on board. And, uh, hey, let your dad know we, we wouldn't mind talking to him sometime on, on, on Field Street Forum Radio. Talk about some Georgia basketball sometime. The match is okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Matt. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Go dogs. Go dogs. Man, that's awesome, man. I didn't hear any. I didn't see that anywhere. And anybody saying that he was a. I know y'all just broke it. Former y'all, Georgia yeah. Bulldog. Y'all broke it just there. You just broke it. Yeah, that's why I was so shocked. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Folks don't know this. Me and Dre are always the uh, Facebook messaging back and forth during the thing. I was like, "Did he just say Tony Mack was his dad?" Hey, man, Tony <laughs> Mack. Let me tell you something. Tony Mack was a bad boy, dude. Yeah. Then I messed with Dre again. I was like, make sure before I tweet this out, did he say Tony Mack is his dad? Yeah, and Tony <laughs> Mack was in the second round. He just had some academic problems, but dude was a beast. Man, he was a scoring machine. I can remember I can remember being in school, being at, at Bethune-Cookman, and his cousin, he always used to tell me, yeah, you're Tony Mack. I said, man, Tony's a beast, man. Tony, mm-hmm. Tony could play, man. Tony could really play. So yeah, you got some good stuff, dude. And it's yeah. a legacy. He's a legacy, and nobody said anything about it. Right? That's, yeah, that's what's so weird. That's crazy. I guess yeah, the yeah, last, uh, the last name stuff. You know what I'm saying? And right. he he he's not really. I don't think he's playing it up as to say da 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 da, which is cool because he probably want to make his own name. But from what I'm what I heard him say. Is he proud that Tony is his dad? You know, he said, "Yeah, for sure they knew." So nobody else knew. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good. Y'all got some breaking news, man. Somebody, yeah, man. Dish out yes, a paycheck uh, behind that one. According to old Wikipedia, Dad was six four, two oh five, so he's got some more room to grow. Yeah, man, and could jump and was smooth. He and was so a. Florida, Mister Basketball, and player, player of the year, yeah, player of the year. <laughs> so, so that should tell you everything you. I'm telling you, I went to school with his his cousin. Uh, really did me a favor. Uh, we uh, at Bethune, he stole a test, and we. Yeah, I mean, it was some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had some real good favors out of Tampa. I like the guys out of Tampa anyway. So yeah, because of that. But yeah, man, he was a he was a he's a good. Yeah, I'm talking about this kid is. If he's anything like his dad, which we saw that he's a smooth athlete, and he mm-hmm. and he grew from 
he grew from six foot to six five, and he took he took all those skills with him. It's about right. like Tom Gugliotti and, and, and those other guys who grow that fast, man, and take the ball handling skills on the basketball court to to a, a, a bigger position. And, like, wow, this kid, no, he, he has the hand-eye coordination of a six-footer, but he's 6'5". So that's, like, that's going to be something special right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah that, that's cool, man. And he, a good... He, he, he just became my favorite recruit. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, yeah. I like, I really, I'm saying, I, he, knowing what I know from his background and seeing what I saw on film of him, it, it kind of explains it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And those type kids you don't really have to worry about because his dad was a professional. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's. I just look at it like Curry and Thompson. These kids been around this all their life. It, they know what the game is about, so they perform in big games, and it just makes it a little easier. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, another kid seems like he's got his head on his shoulders, too. You know, good head on his shoulders. Well, like you said, it probably probably does help having uh, you know, his dad having been in, in professional sports and. and Collegiate sports and everything already. Yeah. Uh, I'm make a couple of calls. No, I say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of the guys I know, you know, who kid is just committed. They'll be like, "What? We didn't know Tony." Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Some of the guys he actually played with. Yep, he is at uh, be at the Lakewood Spartans. This year, five a five a Florida school. So, mm. what do they go up to in Florida? You know, seven or eight, eight. They go eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, they eight eight now. Cause I think uh, who plays in that? Somebody play in the eight in Jacksonville. Somebody in Jacksonville plays eight. Reigns or one of them. Mm-hmm. Eighty five. Well, and uh, what year was you at Bethune Cookman? From eighty six to uh, eighty six, eighty seven. Oh, okay. Then I got his high school coach went to Bethune Cookman too, Corey Moore. And what's it? Oh yeah, he was uh, he was ninety four to ninety nine. Oh no 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 yeah yeah. I'm trying to think of. I'm pretty pumped now. Then. Oh, Jason, you back on? Yeah. Well, you getting Twitter famous on us? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's crazy, dude. He done put it out there. They going crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I already, already put it out there that uh, that Max is dead. <laughs> Jason, I don't, I don't think I follow you. Do I follow you, Jason? He's just he's just Field Street for him. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. He got his own. But I don't get notification from him because it'd be my my battery will burn out as many as many uh, notifications he put out a day. <laughs> oh yeah, we got the we got the front page articles that nobody reads automatically posting <laughs> the Twitter. But I did today. I did today. I'm sorry. Yeah, 
Well, you got a good right. write up. You got a good write up for tomorrow. Troll up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. How uh? Yep, you're already getting all kinds of retweets on there, man. Breaking news. Uh, yeah, they 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 already uh they already posted yeah. the uh, the tweet on T four seven too. So, oh really? <laughs> You know what you should have did? You should have you should have just said you should have you shouldn't have gave the name. <laughs> and what it would have had to be like, well, who is it? You know, make him do the research. You should have <laughs> gave that. Oh, wrestling would have been upset. You should have said that they were like Landers, Landers. Uh the only Landers they know is the coach, right? And Andy Landers. <laughs> 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 I would I wouldn't do that to Rusty. They, they can't hey, too much. Oh, you should have. You should have. No, they can't do that to him. Look, I know, listen, I know him, too. You should have got him. You should have got him. You should have hit him up and said, yeah, Landon. He's like, who is he would have been trying to search and see who was Landon? <laughs> I really I really should have. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good. They would have been, they would have been like, they would have put it out, and then they would have been trying to find out. They would have been calling this kid right now. His phone would have been ringing. Oh, I'm telling you. They'd have been yeah. like, well, you, you never mentioned who your dad is. Who is your dad? <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> that is funny. Well, tell me. What do you think on uh, Jacoby Stevens, Jason? The list that he, he sent out a top ten yesterday, I guess it was. I think it was, was it eight. I think it was or eight. eight. Six or eight. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good thing for George. I think he's going to commit before July 19th. Oh, before? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'll I'll take it. Um, I don't I don't think it's like top order or anything like that. Is telling you, I think he's still. I think I think he's still all Georgia right now. Yeah. No, he said. I mean, he said it wasn't in order or anything. So. Um, but everybody was freaking out at first because it was it wasn't in alphabetical order, so it freaked everybody out. Saying, "Oh, he's got Clemson as his new number one," and all, even like some of the recruiting guys were sending that out. Oh, the Clemson, the Clemson recruiting guy, the two four seven Clemson guy, jumped all over it. Clemson leaves for Kobe Stevens now, and everybody's like, "Um, look at the next tweet." <laughs> I feel bad for the. Nah, it'll be all right. Um, man, I tell you, that would be. I thought it's pretty interesting. Jaden seems to be one of the key names whenever we ask recruits about who they're, who they get to hang out with or talk with whenever they go on trips. It's usually either them or him or LeCount. Oh man, LeCount. LeCount's all over it, dude. He's man. Hey, let, let me tell you, they said they said this weekend at, at Cam Newton seven oh seven. I had uh DJ Uncle call me, he said, Look, he said, uh he said Richard is the real deal, dude. He said he said Rich and he didn't Richard didn't play any defense. He played offense. Oh really? Said, yeah, and he said he yeah, he said he's he's so quick. He said he's so quick they can't 
they, he said they won't, they can't even touch him. And they they ended up winning it. His team ended up winning it, but DJ and them team beat them in the preliminaries. But in the thing, they they didn't get to play each other. They both made it to the semifinals before they got out. And I don't know if they played the Mississippi team because Cam Akers and them was there too. Mm-hmm. It was a, they had a nice little turnout. It was, it was some nice teams there. So uh, and they said uh, they said Jeremiah Holloman was going off too. Yeah, but you know what? Jeremiah sent out a tweet, and he apologized for some of the slots of rocks that he ran because ran, he was at the FBU, too, and he said he had. He said, well, I think he, that's the one I'm talking about, FBU. Yeah, he said he – and then, then he went to the Cam Newton thing because him and DJ play on the same team, play on Cam Newton's team. And he had – no, listen. And he still had – he had, like, big catches. Nobody could check him, but he was just saying that – he had blisters on his feet from, you know, from the two days of, well, I think three days because he went two days at FBU camp then went over there on Monday. And so he was he was tired and had blisters on That kid, is, let me tell you, I done seen him, and I done told you before, I really like him. He got he got some incredible, incredible hands, and he's going to be big because he's so lean and cut up right now. He, he looks like a deer. You know how you can see the the muscle striations and the deer. That's mm-hmm. that's that kid. That's how he looks. So you know he can once he eats right and put on the real pounders, he's gonna enjoy get him and dude and all these other guys. I mean, I think I think some people are in some trouble in a couple of years. Well, that, that was my next question. Let me ask y'all this: What's the best receiving class we brought in? It's gonna be this one. I mean, probably probably top to bottom. Back, you'd probably have to go, what, um, what was well, the two how, we had? Who, who, we had two five-stars come in on, under, uh, was it Donnan and then early Rick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You had, then you have Israel Troop, uh, Muhammad, yeah. and somebody, was it, was it those guys? Was, there was another one too. There was another was, one too. Uh, the one that who was the guy that got lit up by the Auburn safety? Like it was like the the one of the things that they they were using for examples of not to not to lead with your head. Ah, what was his name? It was him. Was and, it? it was Massaqua. It was before Massaqua. Ah, can't think of it. Hang on. I know I know which one you're talking about, and the names are slipping my mind. Was but he I'm a big guy? Or if we end up, up with Jenkins, Blount, Landers, Holloman, and Trey Bishop. Yeah. You can go and put that one out there. Yeah, because even if even if Bishop falls down the line as far as uh, playing receiver, he can play something different and can be very beneficial. He, I think he's going to – how tall is he? Bishop? Bishop. Bishop is he going, to out, going to an outside linebacker. He can He can freaking fly. That's what I'm saying. He can, he can do a lot of different things. He can play safety and be the most intimidating safety, or or you can put him at the uh, – at the what you call it? The star position. Exactly. So I mean, you're looking at a class like that. Yeah. You're looking at a offensive, possible offensive line class of Notorious yeah. Johnson, Justin Schaefer, Demery, 
Andrew Thomas, and probably one more, Tony Gray, Obina Easy. I mean, maybe the Juco Elliott Baker, if we can take Alabama, you know, if we can take them from Bama. And then you're looking at a secondary class already with LeCount and Poole with the possibility of having guys like Terrell, Jemias, D'Angelo Gibbs. That's it. That's, that's nasty, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, just to go back, Reggie Brown, to I think. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Brown. Reggie Brown from Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fast. Wasn't Darrell Robinson highly retouted too in that class? Who that? Darrell Robinson, wasn't he? Didn't he come out highly, like really highly rated? He never got to play much, did he? No. Yeah, he probably was. was, And Terrence was on the team too. Listen, Jim Donner had some players. Oh, yeah. He He had some. He had. He put out a whole bunch of people, man. Good God. If he only had a personality that people could like, he was, I, I loved him. He was one of my yeah. favorite Georgia coaches. I'm going to be honest. They, they finished eight and four about every year, but dude was putting them in the league, dude. Yeah. He was putting them in the league. He's going to take financial advice from him. Hey, look, he, he was acquitted. <laughs> Come on. He was he was acquitted, man. <laughs> <laughs> He was acquitted. Come on. Let's not make jokes about people who was acquitted. <laughs> Speaking of Southern Cal, uh, OJ. Now watch yourself. He's, he's going to be acquitted. OJ. OJ was it. Don't fit. Hey, stop. Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Man, are we, are we talking about them drunken cheaters out west again? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Hey, well, hey, buddy. No, on the serious note, though, it's, yeah, yeah. it's looking, y'all. It's looking really good for Georgia, man. It really is. From what I'm, you know, with the quarterbacks coming in, the possibility of of the running backs. You know, if you miss on one, okay, that's that's cool because in two eighteen, if you get the two other ones, then you right back in the same situation. Because Look, you don't I, I understand. I understand Del McGee's young, and he came from Georgia Southern and all that. And uh, and I understand, you know, folks are worried about, oh, can he recruit at a high level? Can he recruit at Georgia? This and that. And, you know, he hadn't necessarily signed. You know, I mean, he got here, and, you know, he helped get here in any way. I know that was kind of big with the relationship with Kirby Smart already. So, yeah, I guess you can kind of give that one to Kirby, but. But he was recruiting him at Georgia Southern also. Georgia, we're going to get ours. Running back, we're going to get ours. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, I mean, you always always want the best possible players each class, but if Georgia only gets one running back, does that help them even more for 18? I think so. I I think so because of the fact that they did get Heron. If they didn't get Heron, then it would have been at the utmost to get two and seventeen. That's how I look at it. It'd have been I think, a priority. I think we're going to two regardless. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I think but getting Perrion affords you to, if it does only happen that you get one of those top three Carter, Acres, and Swift, I think it affords you to take that shot on a guy like like Holston from Stockbridge. Right, right, right. And, uh, but, but what I, I was talking it gives, about... It gives you that chance. 
Yeah, when I was talking about two, I was saying two of the elite ones. It it doesn't you you don't you, you know what I'm saying? You and, and I think I, I still think that Tay Carter I mean Tay uh Tay uh what's Tay what Crowder is I still think he's gonna be a factor. I just really think that I, I think if he if he continues to mature, I think he's gonna be a factor once these other two guys are gone. I think they're gonna have to I think he'll he'll help fill in the gap a little bit. I, you know, I think Holyfield is going to make a Harris County boy, man. He's an athlete. You from Harris County? Yeah, take credit for Harris County, oh, man. I say, are you from Harris County? Yeah. Oh, well, I take that back. I take that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Take credit. Probably needs to transfer. If that's no, you don't mess with these county boys, man. No, I like that dude, ask man. Him, I really, ask, I really, ask Columbus, Columbus Red and Black about what happens. <laughs> hey, I really yeah. like him, though. I like him. I really do, I, uh, man. A Harris County deputy just got shot in the face when he pulled somebody over. Uh-oh. He got shot right above the left eye, and the dude was in the hospital for about three days, and he's out. That's how tough y'all is. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't mess with these county boys. Man, I'm glad it was all right. That was that was crazy. Yeah, ever since you took my mama to the prom, it's been rough. <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, oh. I, can't, I can't get over that one. <laughs> hey, you can't you, you can't love on each other without a little bit of trash talk. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I wrote an article for my other for. Uh, don't mention it. Don't mention it on this on this podcast. <laughs> about SEC coaches entering the season on the hot seat. Who did? Who? Who would y'all say would be on the hot seat right now? Gus, the Gus boss. Yeah. But but can but I say Gus? this? They said they said today on the the Firebond show that uh, you know uh, Muschamp plays uh, Vanderbilt September the first. They said, dude, whoever loses that game is on. They said Muschamp don't have no room. If he loses <laughs> to Vanderbilt, he's on the hot seat. And if and if Mason loses to Muschamp, he's on the hot seat. Hey, I'm so, gonna tell you, man. Vanderbilt is pretty good. They're, they're, they're going to be a good defensive team. I don't know if they got hey, they, they got a tough defense. They they said they found they found the, they settled on the quarterback. They settled on the quarterback. But I'm just telling you, if South Carolina does get beat by by them, look, it might be the biggest mistake B Mac has ever made going somewhere. <laughs> I'm just South Carolina. South Carolina just took a big hit too. They lost Sky Moore. Sky Moore. I know. For the season. Neck injury. Neck injury, ain't it? Uh, what's it called? When it, a disc, herniated disc. Herniated disc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta have surgery. Okay. Can't, can't, like, no contact for six months. Hmm. That, I mean, that could be longer than just this year, man. Well, I, all right, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you And I know folks have said it before, but. I was thinking about it again. <laughs> Must champ. Head coach of Florida, with all those crazy athletes that they have in Florida, 
Florida ain't ever had a problem recruiting and getting the athletes on the team. Yeah, he had a you know he had a nasty defense. No offense, and he couldn't get it done at Florida. What makes them think that he's going to go to South Carolina, who has many many disadvantages compared to Florida, with the same dog on offensive coordinator? Yeah, I was just about to say. Wait a I mean, minute. I understand this defense Wait. will probably be tough. You know, they'll be hard and whatever. You know, I, I mean, I guess Auburn's one, but uh, I mean, what makes them think he's going to do better at South Carolina than he did Florida? Okay, okay, I'm gonna say two things. I'm gonna say two things behind that. And not, the offensive coordinator was not the problem. He was there one year with some garbage. I think dude's a pretty good offensive coordinator. He got the same guy that came from Duke that went with him, right? He only had one year. He didn't have anything. He didn't have much to work with. First of all, then I vote. What more does he have to work with? Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me finish. I'm, I'm saying the reason why they think they can succeed. This, I'm saying this, and and I don't think they succeed next year. And he may get fired in one year. But uh, if they gave him a few years, the reason that they may could succeed is because of T. Rob and B. Mac. If they can recruit. They can they can recruit. I'm just saying them them two guys can can recruit. And so if well, they he had, had team Robert Florida, huh? He had team Robert Florida. And guess what? And his defensive backfield was the bomb. The, what the I, that's what guy, I'm saying. I'm just saying he he can. I'm saying he can recruit. I'm I'm not saying the head coach can coach. What I'm saying is that's just thinking. What I'm saying, and I'm saying this. He don't have the time. <laughs> they not gonna give him the three years or the two years or the four years that he needs. He's probably gonna be gone. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know why you hire him either. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't There's know why you hire him because because we took Kirby Smart, Herman Stady Houston, and uh, and Rich Rod turned him down, and nobody else wanted yeah. to go. Must Jet was like number five. Okay. Did so, y'all see? So I, did y'all see that uh, they had a deal worked out with Herman? And then, what Herman? And they lost to the Citadel? Oh, yeah. He, and he, and he said, forget that. Herman yeah, was like, I'm out. Yeah, he changed said he ain't no fool. Hey, so and tell and, me this. and Sacramento folks will swear up and down that Rich Rod didn't turn them down. <laughs> and a Mustang wanting a number five choice and all. You know, they're going to they gonna try to make it look pretty and all that, but. Hey, so tell me this. Tell me this. This is hypothetical right here. This is hypothetical. Say, say Georgia. So I mean, say South Carolina loses out, you know, and they lose their coaching coaches, and B Mac is available to come back to Georgia. Would you take him back? I'd, I'd would you, do it yesterday. Would you make a change? Would you make a change? On, would you make a change on your coaching staff to bring B Mac back? I'd do it yesterday. Okay. I am just saying he's the guy that recruited the I just can't understand why why he would why Rick would I'm this is I am still befuddled. Why would you change him to wide receiver coach and bring Thomas Brown? I still don't know what Thomas Brown has done. I, he had he hasn't done anything. He was at Wisconsin for one year. I mean he's a Georgia boy, but he was at Wisconsin for one year with Melvin Gordon, which was already Melvin Gordon, then he gets mm-hmm. to Georgia and he got these two guys, 
I mean, he didn't recruit any of these guys. See, that, that, that was my issue, too. And, and I okay. had a lot of arguments about this. I understand Georgia legacy and all yeah, that. I, I don't have do nothing that. against him at all. I love him. Yeah. And I would have kept him on staff, but I didn't understand all the love for him. Like, he was like Me one neither. of the best running back coaches in the country and this and that. I'm like, Me neither. He's, he's still wrong. That'd be like me. And, you know, I mean, yes, I love Kirby Smart. I think he's great, and I think he's going to do great. But that'd be like me right now comparing mm-hmm. Kirby Smart to, like, Nick Saban. I mean, <laughs> right. do I think he could possibly get there? Maybe, yeah. But maybe, maybe. But... but right now, I mean, he's on, Kirby's unproven as a coach. And I and I think he really hurt himself with with not leaving leaving uh leaving B Mac where he was and giving him a raise, which they did, and taking and bringing in one of the best wide receiver coaches wherever you can find him at in the country. Because I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how good of a, run, a wide receiver coach B Mac is. To be honest with you, I didn't see. Too much improvement. I didn't see separation, and it could have been the players. But still, I'm saying when he had the running back, the recruitment was there and the production was there. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And so I don't know how you go out of out of the box and make a change in something that ain't broken. I, I think I think it was I think it was a combination. I, I think it was partly the receivers not having the ability to get separation. And yeah. I think it was partly him being a new receivers coach. And I think it was partly the offense being really complicated. Yeah. And, and I think what we're going to see under Cheney is yeah, a, a less complicated offense that allows, basically allows the athletes to go out and make plays. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's going to be like an Auburn offense where you teach the receivers to run two routes and that's it. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I mean like, I mean, yes, I hate Auburn, but, and I'm not trying to exaggerate or just be mean, but, I mean, their offense, I mean, he asked, uh, what's his name, that just came out, that just went yeah. into the NFL. He said it himself. Yeah, I mean, they basically teach you, like, two, three year outs. That's it. Duke Williams. Duke, Duke Williams. Signed with uh, St. Louis, or, uh, excuse me, the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Him and Gurley. So, I mean, I, I think I think we're gonna see it, it is a a little more simple offense that allows some of the athletes like Terry Godwin and Williams and you know all these guys coming in just it's gonna allow them to to go out there and make plays. You know you had with Paul, my God, you just about had to be a perfect blocker and know the offense like the back of your hand before you got on the field. Yeah, yeah I like I like that dude. I'm gonna tell you. I, I, oh, I, no, I, think, I think he was a good coach. I think he was a terrible recruiter. Yeah. No, he and I do think he's a good coach, but I think he was, I think yeah, he heard of recruiting a lot when when we're bringing in these guys and they, they just can't see the field because they can't run the offense and the blocking and all that. I, I agree with that, too. He was too, old, he was too old school, and you had to be perfect to play for him, and if you had any flaws and you, and you showed a little attitude, he would drown you on the bench. He would oh, yeah, the yeah, you didn't see in the field. Well, yeah. think about it. How many times do you see a, a freshman receiver come in and just show out at other places? It, yeah. Other than A.J. Green or, you know, Muhammad Massaquat, it rarely happened at Georgia. Yeah. But see, that's, that's, one thing I said, that's one thing I said before. If you look at 
if you look at, like, Clemson, if you stack our receivers up next to Clemson, their receivers yeah. are running 6'5", 6'5", 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", and then you have, like, one six foot, six foot one fast guy. You yeah. line ours up, all ours, like, all of ours are six foot, six one, six one, six one, yeah. six foot, six one. Like, we think yeah. Jason Stanley is almost like a freaking giant. And he's yeah. six three, probably. Well, but we're like, man, that dude's huge. But yeah. you, know, you stack them up next to the guys we have, and all of our guys are kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned it. Javon Williams, how big is that him getting into school already? Oh, that's huge, dude. Help. I mean, yeah. can we see a, a prominent or a significant contribution from a, a JUCO receiver at Georgia? I I think Williams has a better chance than anybody. Yeah. And see, and I think I think that's another trend you're kind of seeing with these receivers we're bringing in. I mean, look at you talk to Matt Landers tonight. Who's his dad? Tony Matt, basketball. Yeah. Williams grew up on basketball. You yeah. get all these athletic guys that are tall and lanky that basically are used to jumping through the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so instead of going after your, I guess you could say pure wide receiver types, I think I think they're going after more guys that are athletes that, that can jump through the roof that, you know, that they can teach some of the wide receiver skills. You know, I think we're going after guys that are a little more raw, I guess you could say. Yeah, and that and you I can think. actually teach them certain skills, whereas just say a – just say like, okay – you compare compare like Trey Blount to Trey Mitchell. Trey Brown, mm-hmm. Trey Blount, probably right now is probably a more, more easily a more complete receiver than Trey Mitchell is right now. All right. But if you put them athletically against one another, <laughs> yeah, I think Trey Mitchell would probably have his number. All right. Yeah. And and I think we're bringing in more guys like the Trey Bishop and Matt Landers that you can teach them those wide receiver skills. And you know, make the offense a little less complicated. Teach them those skills that they need, and and now they're getting down the field. It's like the same thing with the offensive line. You know, they changed that from bringing in the smaller guys and putting weight on them, and you know, putting more weight on the knees and hoping. You know, I mean, how many how many other schools have offensive linemen that have been in the program for two and a half, three years? That way, you can't win over three hundred pounds. That's right, two sixty, two seventy. You right? Yeah, I mean, we we've had a couple of guys that that they've been in like three years. You know, over over the past few years, we've had a couple of guys that even you've been in the program, weight college weight program two and a half three years. He still only <laughs> weighs two hundred seventy, two hundred seventy five pounds. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we're, we're changing that philosophy from that to we're bringing in guys like Justin Schaefer that's you know. 350, 355, or according to what he ate that day, and we're saying, look, before you get in here, you're going to have to put on about 25 pounds or something. Yeah. Or like like his Solomon Kidley. I mean, that'd be, my God, 360, 370, easy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, look, you know, we'll take your commitment, but you're going to lose 30 pounds before you get uh, here, or you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And he did, and Kenley, I mean, he did. I think it was a Dog Nation article, you know, where he was saying he lost 30-something pounds. Mm-hmm. 
And and so he's not coming in with an extra 30 pounds on his knees, making him slower, making him hurt more. And they're like, well, we'll just make him lose the weight, change the, change the fat and the muscle. I mean, not trying to be mean, but, I mean, honestly, change the fat and the muscle. And and then we have big athletic offensive linemen. Right. I mean, that video of Solomon Kinley on the basketball court. Yeah, he's a, he's an athletic dude. Well, we got a 60-pound dude be doing that. And, and yeah, I would take, and not to trash any guys that we have, who who's the one that's transferred to t- Tennessee, Chattanooga? <laughs> that's what got. I don't talk about it. Uh, Cardiello? Yeah, yeah, Cardiello. I mean, I'm not Sorry. trying to trash him. I think he's a great kid. You know, he did came in, did what he was supposed to do. I didn't have any problems with him. But down the line, if, you, if you're telling me I'm either going to bring in a Josh Cardiello who might have to put on 20 pounds and be lucky because, you know, he's just not as athletic as some of the guys you see now. And, you know, it's not trash. It's just being an honest evaluation. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're looking down the line and you say, okay, I'm going we'll to bring in a Cardiello and see if he can gain 25 pounds and still be a little bit underweight from what everybody else is. And not as athletic, or I'm gonna take a yeah. 350 pound guy like Kenley, tell him to lose. Or, I'm gonna 360 to be honest. 360 pound guy like Kenley, tell him to lose 30 him, pounds, and he's gonna be the most make, athletic 330 pound you have. Yeah. I mean, you give me Kenley 10 times out of 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because he can already move at his size now. So all you're gonna do is hopefully make well, him. He's used to having that weight and more. Right now, you now you're right about that. I mean, because I, I mean, you can look at Dre right now. You know, Dre ain't always w- wore as much as he wears right now, and he out there trying to hit that softball, and <laughs> it ain't the same. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm hey, just I, heard, I, heard, I heard he struck out a slow pitch softball. <laughs> oh, that shit ain't never happened, son. <laughs> now you now you getting me fired up. <laughs> hey, they pitched they pitch a no-hitter against his team. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, how do hey. you, you strike out a slow pitch ball ball with? I don't think you have to ask somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, when, uh, when I played in the church league, and, uh, uh-huh. and I was pitching, and I could strike people out for real. But it'd be, you know, they had a rule where if you hit so many foul balls, you're out. Yeah, so I, I put like a nasty spin on the ball. I had to foul them out like crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I get. I'll pitch a little bit. Hey, I tell you what, though, as a pitcher, did you have the net when you when you played? No. Man, yeah, you got the net, man. Play those fifty ball, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> you ain't seen some of them boys we playing with. No, we, we play, play the real boy ball, man. You ain't seen some of the girls we play with. <laughs> hey, hey, for real. Played with this dude that uh, they used to play semi-pro softball, and uh, luckily he was on our team. But we had to practice with him, and uh, and I played some third base when he was hitting too. Oh, you I got your mind. Man, let me tell you, you know, you play with what? Four, uh, we played with four outfielders, you know, left center, right center, and all that. Right. And, and when he came up the back, our outfielders were back up against the fence, and then me and the shortstop were back up into the like. Short left field, short left center. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and he would hit, I'm, I'm being like short left field, and that dude hit a grounder, and it was still whiz past me. 
That's a hard hit. Mm-hmm. And that's if he didn't hit it over the, you know, over the fence. I mean, every, just about every time he went up, he hit it over the fence. Yeah. Uh, it's, I play I play third, I pitch, and I play first, and I'll do a little bit outfield if I have to, but, or I'll catch. But and I, 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 Dre, have, hey, you, have you ever played at the uh, stadiums in Columbus? No. We're doing, oh, we, we go to Albany. We ain't been to Columbus yet. No, man, y'all gotta come. Down. Y'all gotta come over here, boy. They need. To, I need to tell them to get over there. They got. Uh, they got some fields, man. They got the. Uh, they still got the softball stadium there that they use for the uh, Olympics and softball. Oh, really? So, that they play the lead ball in and play tournaments in. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll I'll play third in in the league, or but I ain't. Uh, and those tournaments we go to. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> well, well let me tell you this. That dude, that dude that I'm talking about, all right, so you had, like, the Olympic softball stadium. You know, it was big, you know, nice. I mean, kind of built a lot like Georgia softball stadium, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, and you know, it had openings up top that went into the stadium and all that, you know. And so this guy I'm talking about, he would come up, and there's eight fields there in Columbus, plus the softball stadium. And so the back of the softball stadium faced the out, faced left field of one of the fields that we were playing on. And and this dude came out the bat, man. And, I mean, I promise I'm not exaggerating. This dude hit the ball, and it went, and it actually hit one of the holes in to- on top of the stadium and, like, went through that hole and into the stadium at the top. <laughs> I, mean, I believe it, dude. I mean, it's crazy, man. You'll see some matches. And like I said, this is co-ed that we play. And it's it's crazy some of the people that play co-ed. I mean, shoot. (laughs) One of the the worst fights I've ever been in was church league softball. (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. Been there, done that, too. We've we've toned it down a little bit. We got a good group over here now. So. Uh, Man, you talking about the church? It was a Pentecostal it's, church, a Baptist church, and but uh, it's, it's it's open league, not church league. So no, no, this is church league, dude. <laughs> this was this was a Pentecostal church and a Baptist church, and uh, and that dude hit the wall, and somehow our third baseman got somewhere else, and our pitcher covered third base, and dude slid in the third. Pitcher tagged him on the head, on the forehead. Oh God. <laughs> They tapped him so hard and made him bleed. And so he got up and they started throwing down. And I thought my bench clearing, let's roll, baby. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I actually, I actually didn't start that one. Hey, <laughs> I'm surprised. But you finished it. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas, let's wrap it up for the evening. Great show tonight, I think. I do say so myself. My boy Drake, my boy Drake got a scoop on Landers, baby. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Big thanks to Matt Landers at M underscore Landers one. Give him a follow. Let him know you heard him here on the show. Thanks to Tony Mack for uh, <laughs> 16, 17 years ago <laughs> producing the Hey, for real. Brett right. Calvin, Jason, give us a follow what, at X-I-X-N-Y-N-E for Calvin. Yep. 
at Field ST Forum for Jason. Check out Field ST Forum, FieldStreetForum.com. Check out the Classic City Chat. We, we get commits. We get a few more comments, but it, it's kind of a slow time right now, but it's still it's still a good time to be had in there. Uh, give me a follow at the Real Dre on all social media, except I am the Real Dre on Snapchat. All right, boys and girls, till next week, go dogs. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.